0: This week, Father Paul explains what is impossible for Neoplatonists and Greco-Romans to hear and endorse, let alone submit to. In Leviticus, the Nafesh of the flesh, meaning all living things, is its blood and not in the blood. I am delighted to introduce Father Paul, on the Bible as Literature podcast, Tarazi Tuesdays. Let me say one more time what irritates all of you, and don't tell me that you're not irritated. I know for a fact that you are irritated every time I bring up that cut off in Hebrew is the same verb that is used to speak of establishing a covenant you can't render it in English it sounds silly to say that Moses had to cut a covenant with God for the people it doesn't sound correct in English but the NATO attitude is to throw away the original and stick with the KGV. When what is asked of us is to dump the KGV and listen to the Hebrew, just to get the sound of it. And this cannot be but functional. that something have to be cut, and it is reflected in Genesis 15 about the sacrifice of Abraham, where he cut and we went through them and so on. Now, in theology, you need 25 chapters to explain to the people what's going on. But if you hear it in Hebrew, you realize, until you karat, Correctly, the covenant with God, meaning according to what Moses said, you will be nikrat, cut off in the passive from the people. And later in the prophets, the promise of the ongoing. progeny of David is referred to as no one will be cut off from the throne after him. And you have again the same verb. Take note and start learning Hebrew, actually Father Pandelis Klostri send me what he intended to be a good news, the picture of edited grammar of the Old Testament by Seo, to tell me that he started learning Hebrew. Okay, God bless your heart, Pandelis. And in verse 10, if any man of the house of Israel or of the strangers that sojourn now eats any blood. Again, this blood is going to haunt us. I will set my face against that person who eats blood and will cut him off from among his people. This is God speaking. And here I want you to hear H E A R, the Hebrew and not the English. The English is, for the life of the flesh is in the blood. And then we begin to theologize in which sense it is the flowing blood and the pulse. This is not what you have in Hebrew. In Hebrew, it is for the nephesh of the flesh is in the blood. And this is an important text to throw in the face of our people here in North America so that in their mind they bring together what we refer to as soul which is breathing and the blood which is the pulse and hence comes my coinage to invite everybody to watch police TV shows where the police man or woman police person checks two things the pulse and the breathing if both are not around then that police person declares the the other person as dead and the interesting thing and this is where I see the importance of the Septuagint, not a la Greek theology, Greco-Roman theology, but as a translation of the original Hebrew, igar the soul, pasis sarcos of every flesh, ema of estin, Is its own blood. Now, you're not going to convince Plato and his disciples to endorse such a statement. It's an impossibility for them. Notice the Greek is its own blood and not in the blood as in English which is the literal translation of the Hebrew the nefesh of the flesh which is a reference to everything that is living is its blood it is write it down for future reference Leviticus seventeen eleven. and notice the rest of the verse that fits only with the original and I have given it for you upon the altar to make atonement for your souls You see how the English translates the first nefesh soul as life,
1: then it goes back
0: to souls, and obviously the only way to hear it is according to your silly theology. But that's not what the original sounds like. For it is the blood that makes atonement by reason of the life. Why? Because the blood is the nayfish. Therefore I have said to the people of Israel, No person among you shall eat blood, neither shall any stranger who socials among you eat blood. Before you eat a beast, you have to pour completely its blood out and cover it with dust. This is the following verse. And the Muslims are very literal and technical about that. Until now. For the life of every creature is the blood of it. You see how now they are trying to get closer to the original Because the breathing of every basar, which is meat technically, its blood is, and it is in its breathing, naf- nafshu. So that would be an interesting text to present to the people and have them hear it in the original so that slowly on they can figure out what's going on in the original. And 15 and 16, notice how the topic is so important that the author is coming to it from different angles. You're hearing the same thing again and again. And every person that eats what dies of itself or what is torn by beasts, whether he is a native or a sojourner, very important, the rule applies to everyone. Hence, we are at the threshold of the Pauline writings who started hammering the nations with the teaching of the law. Every person that eats what dies of itself shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the evening then he shall be clean. But if he does not wash them or bathe his flesh he shall bear his iniquity. It's so serious, this matter of the seat of life, of animalic life, which is the blood. In a few chapters, we shall be Dealing also with the seed and the semen, which, and I would like to state it already, that if blood represents the individual, the seed and thus the semen represents Ha-Adam, and thus the community going back to the male and female of Genesis 1. So starting with the following chapter, which is 18, we shall be hearing more and more about a topic that many people now are trying to eliminate from books that mention it in our libraries, which is sex. And, you know, that reminds me to close my presentation of a statement that came from my mechanic, an older man, we were of the same age. And then uh, I told him, I always try to remind my students not to be cocky. He told me, anyone who is cocky, just remind that person whence." that person came. Powerful! You see how English, if you know how to use it, you can make it scriptural. If you already know scripture, not you improve your English, you have always to channel what scripture is saying. And that's what I'm trying to do in all my teaching, whether books, or podcasts. And most of you know, and I know that you know, that you never heard these things except out of my lips. And I know some of you cheated, went around taking their recorder to check what other people are saying, something that would be close enough to what I'm saying, and they came back to me, atoning for their sin and saying, Father Paul, this is just a dream of ours. But it doesn't happen, and it shall never happen. As the Muslims say, la ilaha illallah, la ilaha illahu.' Who. who is not the English who, who, who means he. There is none